Now, I'm proud to announce that uh, Peter King, the former congressman from Long Island, is a colleague of Sydney and mine, a colleague here at 77 WABC, and he appears on this show every Wednesday at 740, and we love having him on. He's, he's been a great statesman. He's a great guy, a terrific individual. Let's bring him in. Congressman Peter King, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Bernie. Good morning, Sid. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. You How know, are you? Could be worse. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Actually, I'm in the car right now. I'm heading into the uh, funeral for uh, oh, a little yeah. bit more. Which oh. is, uh, yeah. I tell you, it's just horrifying what's happened in the city. It's horrifying the way too many politicians are treating cops. And some of them are phonies right now. They say they love the cops. Meanwhile, when it gets going, uh, you know, as it gets tough, they get going, they disappear. So any event, that's great to be. It's great. It's an, well, an honor to be able to be there today at St. Patrick's. We're going to revisit that topic in a little bit. And also the Snoop Dogg uh, controversy, NFL halftime show. I know you're uh, you're pretty exercised about uh, all that. But to Congressman Peter King, this uh, this effort to uh, redistrict congressional seats may cost your successor, your, your, your former seat there out on Long Island, and uh, Nicole Maliotakis' seat, Claudia Tenney's seat upstate. I mean, this is dramatic, draconian stuff that the state legislature is about to embark on. Is this going to pass? And if so, what are the ramifications? Well, the only way to stop it is in court. And listen, there's always a certain amount of gerrymandering. The majority party tries to make things a bit better for their side. This is the worst I've ever seen it. By the way, just so you know, actually, Andrew Garbarino, my successor, his district turned out okay in this. It's Lee Zeldin's district, and uh, which they're trying to turn from Republican to Democrat. And Tom Swasey's district, which could have been competitive, they're now moving that all along the north shore of Long Island, up into the Bronx, up into Westchester. That's unbelievable. Cities, the Bronx cities, and Long Island in the same district. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense at all. And it's uh, the only answer right now is if they go to court, go to federal court, because there's supposed to be some sense of community, some sense of continuity throughout the district, and uh, you know, certainly in the Swazi district and others. I mean, also like, for instance, with Lee Zeldin's district. It starts out east, then it comes in, in around uh, Garvino's district and back up north again. It makes absolutely no sense other than to get as many Democrats in as possible. And again, I've been in politics long enough, so there's always a certain amount of shading that goes on. There's always a certain amount of uh, maneuvering to make it a little bit better. But never, I've never seen it this flagrant and this disgraceful, especially when it's the Democrats who are always yelling about equity and justice and everything else. So now hopefully Republicans will take it to court. I know that Ed, Ed Cox and also the state chairman, uh, Nick Langworthy, are talking about going to court. I hope they do, and I hope they win it. Let me just say in a positive note, I know Sid was very depressed before because people were sending him bad emails. <laughs> I am, I'm depressed again. I say this again. Everywhere I go, I was a veto for seller swearing in. Well, anybody wanted to talk about was Bernie and Sid. <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, I'm talking to Northwell Health. Where I'm doing some consulting work, and this woman there, Nancy Lombardi, is setting up a bunch of important meetings for me. All she wanted to tell you is how much she looks forward to you guys every morning. You know, Bernie and Sid make her life, so I don't know. Wow. Nobody cares about me. All I care about is Bernie. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not and, true. Uh, no, come on. No, it's not true. Everybody it's loves you. Very Everybody nice of you to you. say, too. By and by the way, way I, I was not upset about the emails, what uh, these folks don't understand. which I make, <laughs> I, It actually fuels me, Peter. Like, I can't wait to book the next person that's going to piss them off and get great ratings. I just can't wait because uh, the show is doing great. Yeah. And we're doing great because of people like you. So we love you very, very much. You know, talking about this uh, the specific race between Mario Takis and yeah. Rose, which you think will be a affected by this, as well as Lee Zeldin. I don't know if you heard earlier, but John Katsimatidis and Frank Morano reported on Monday that uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio may not run for governor. Instead, 
he's considering running against Mario Takis and Rose because supposedly he hates Max Rose. What do you think about those rumors? Well, I know he hates Max Rose. Uh, I think first of all, well, well, why, does, why, why does he hate Rose, Max? Rose, why does he hate Max Rose so much? What's the history? I, I think when uh, Rose ran for Congress back in 2018, he based his campaign against Donald Trump and Bill De Blasio. Wow, he was trying to show he was the man in the middle. I think uh, De Blasio took it badly. Listen, Nicole, even uh, far from De Blasio, uh, that district they made it a lot tougher for her. But she's a, a tough campaigner. And so, listen, I would, I would never cut her out. I would still say, no matter how bad the district gets, especially in 2022, which should be a big Republican year, I think the call can still pull that out. I'd be betting on her. But I think it makes it a lot easier for her if Bill de Blasio runs because that would really get that, get out that Staten Island, Bay Ridge vote, you know, from the call. But, uh, you know, she, that is really hurting the people of Staten Island. Staten Island, obviously, it's a self-contained borough there, and uh, it's, it has much more in common with Bay Ridge, areas like that, than going all the way over to Park Slope. I mean, that's, uh, that is, again, there's supposed to be some common interest throughout the, you know, the district when it's drawn. And that, that there's no common interest there whatsoever. It's a brazen, undemocratic power yeah, grab. And, it really uh, is, by the way. Yeah, it really is. So uh, hopefully the courts will remedy it. And, and uh, people are articulating that very fact that, the, that it is way too far in the courts may favor uh, the Republicans on this. Uh, but listen, Congressman Peter King, we talked about this. Uh, you you sent Sydney and myself a text, and uh, Sydney is at odds with you on this, but uh, Snoop, Dogg, <laughs> Snoop Dogg is going to be performing, along with Eminem, Dr. Dre, people like that, at the halftime show for the Super Bowl. And he came right. out with a bunch of lyrics. Uh, it's been in his past, uh, you know, it's on the record, Killing Cops. Don't kill each other. Kill police officers. He actually sung. He rapped. Did uh, a Snoop Dogg. You were fired up about it. You say you're not going to watch the Super Bowl. How do you feel today? Well, actually, I, yeah, the same. I, I stopped watching the NFL really a while back. Uh, I go back even when there was five cops were killed in Dallas, and the NFL wouldn't let uh, you know the Cowboys put a patch on their that's, uniform. That's a true story. The cops. Yes. And they also wouldn't allow the Giants to wear the 9-11 Towers on their sneakers when they played a game on 9-11. Those are both two stories, yes. Yeah, so that yeah, shows the hypocrisy. And yet, uh, you know, they really caved into Black Lives Matter and the anti-police. So that, that's what really bothered me the most. You can have whatever you know, position you want on different issues. But to be anti-cop at a time when cops are being shot and to be uh, putting someone out, you know, some guy out there like this who has had song after song saying to kill the cops. Now, to me, uh, and by watching it, said, listen, we have an honest disagreement. To me, I don't want to be doing anything to enable them and to encourage the NFL when they do things like this. Listen, you know, keep the politics out of it, but especially if you are going to bring it in, don't bring it to the extent of having an entertainer on who talks about killing cops. It's disgraceful. No, listen, it's totally uh, I agree with you with all that. I mean, I, I can't. I don't even like rap music or whatever. Whatever that genre is, I've been saying for years. They basically steal other people's music and they put these lyrics in. They're hateful. He has had many songs that are hateful. I can't stand Snoop Dogg, and I would hope he'd be removed from the halftime show, even though I don't think he will. And you're right. What you just said is right, Peter. In Dallas, didn't allow those guys to wear the decals. In New York, I can't stand Roger Goodell. I hate most of the players in the NFL. But, but I've been watching football with my dad since I'm a little kid. And when the Bengals play the Rams in the Super Bowl, I will shut off the halftime show. But I'm going to watch the football. That's the only place I disagree. Everything else you're talking about, I'm on board with you 1,000%. As far as the NFL, I mean, I, I was a kid before you were a kid. And right. I go back to the days of Charlie Connolly 
uh, Frank Frank Gifford, Andy Robustelli, Rosie Brown. Oh, those great Spears. giant football teams. Yeah, really, yeah. And so to me, uh, I, I I love the NFL. You know, I love the players. I love the New York franchises. You know, Namath in '69, Don Maynard, who died just a few weeks ago. These are all great athletes. They're great. They really fitted in so well to New York. But this whole idea, when you know, I'm, I'm going to a funeral for a cop today. I don't want to be watching a, you know, a, a, a halftime show or supporting a league which is encouraging a guy who says kill cops. Yeah, No, no, that is unacceptable. And uh, it's a week and a half away, the Super Bowl. Hopefully this will get some more publicity and traction and there will be an effort to uh, get the guy off the halftime show. Get rid of him, this punk mutt, uh, lowlife, uh, a Snoop dog. He, he is a dog. He's a mutt is what he is. Hey, Congressman Peter King, you're going to the funeral today of – Officer Mora, t- terrible, tragic. You went to the, the funeral of Officer Rivera. Uh, President Joe Biden is coming to uh, town tomorrow. He's going to meet with Eric Adams. Eric Adams has high hopes that they're going to collaborate and they're going to make some effective changes and get crime down in New York City. Uh, what do you think uh, Joe Biden and Eric Adams are going to accomplish? Well, I, I think all Joe Biden is going to talk about is uh, illegal guns. Well, the fact is, when Rudy Giuliani became mayor, you had 2 million illegal guns in New York. You're never going to get rid of all the guns. Listen, try and get rid of the illegal guns, but the idea is you got to lock the guys up for using them, and you got to let the guys who have guns, let them know if they come out in the street, they're going to be locked up. That's the only way you're going to stop. You're never going to stop all the illegal guns. Again, under Giuliani, we had 2 million illegal guns over the course of the next, two, uh, yeah, uh, well, his term and also Bloomberg's term, murders went from 2,100 to 300. So it was a 90% decrease in murders. And the illegal guns kept coming in. But the fact is, the bad guys were afraid to bring them out in the street because they know the cops would stop them. And so that's really it's important. And the most important thing to do is let the cops do their job. Let's go back to stop question and frisk. That's how you're going to get it done. They can talk about the guns. Listen, I'm all for getting the illegal guns out, but it's a small, small weapon in the war against crime. Agreed. I tell you, I was thinking about your last Friday, Peter. You're on your way to Mr. Morris' funeral, God rest his soul. I went to uh, Jason Rivera's funeral on Friday, and outside of his family, his brother specifically, Jeffrey, and his wife, who did talk about a failing system and called out Alvin Bragg without mentioning his name. Outside of those two, of all the city officials that spoke, and we heard from Adams and Lynch and others, the most impressive, the lady that got a rousing round of applause and a standing ovation was Keyshawn Shul. And I remember when he announced Adams' that I'm only looking at black women, which he did do, uh, women, I should say, and he did hire her. Some people were like, well, wait a second. Why only women? Why only black women? And you came and said, listen, uh, that may be his, his M.O. in this case, but this lady is amazing. And I have to tell you, Peter, you're the first person I thought of Friday in that church because she really was amazing. Now, Kishan Sewell is an amazing talent. She's, this is her whole life. She's dedicated uh, she's as committed as anyone I've ever known, and extremely intelligent. She knows it inside out. She will be a great commissioner. She's already shown herself. You know, the night in the uh, the, the hospital when the uh, two officers were shot, I thought she was absolutely brilliant to be able to speak that well, that quickly. And they, at the uh, at St. Patrick's last week, she was just absolutely phenomenal. And it's real deal. I mean, this is not something where somebody writes lines for her. I mean, she believes that from her heart and soul. Yep. I had some dealings with her when she was... Uh, in Esther County, when she was involved with the gang unit, I uh, dealt with her there. I would see her at different events. Uh, a woman who works for me, Melissa Zimmerman, uh, went to the academy with her. They're close friends. Now, she is a absolutely, let's say, a great cop. She's going to be a great commissioner. 
and she'll make everybody proud. And uh, you know, whatever the reason was that Eric Adams hired her, he made the right decision. Yeah, and we're, we're the better for it. The Congressman Peter King on the Bernie and Sid Show. Congressman, briefly, uh, again, Joe Biden coming to town with Eric Adams. The two of them allegedly, uh, well, Adams claims to be against the uh, no-cash bail law. He, he, he articulates that pretty strongly. <clears throat> Joe Biden said he stands with Adams on that very issue. Do you think they're going to call out the Governor Hopeless Hochul and uh, the state legislature and really make that an issue? Because that is one of the biggest issues that needs to be reformed. Oh, absolutely, that has to be done. That's that is much more important than even the, you know, the illegal guns. Uh, this is something give the judges the discretion, the right to hold a dangerous person in jail. Uh, it's just it's wrong what's going on right now. And I have to say, I'm disappointed in Kathy Hochul. When I was in Congress with her, she was on my committee. She was very moderate, even slightly right of center. When she was the county clerk upstate, she wouldn't give driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. Now she's gone totally the other way, yep. and it's it's truly unfortunate. Uh, so. But it's, listen, it's, right now you have the president and the mayor. They have the whole country looking at them. Put the pressure on the, on the governor, on the assembly, on the Senate. Get the job done. Uh, mayor Adams is saying all the right things, and I, I, I'm hopefully following through on it. But tomorrow is a golden opportunity, and I hope they don't spend all the time just talking about guns. Listen, I'm, uh, I, I want every illegal gun out of New York, but that's going to take years and years and years Good luck. to get started. Right. What they can do tomorrow. What they can start doing tomorrow is let the cops do their job. Mm-hmm. That, that, that'll get the results right away. Peter, as always, it was an uh, incredible appearance here this morning. Again, uh, hearts go out to you and, of course, to the Mora family, every NYPD, and every police officer on their way to St. Patrick's this morning. Uh, when I was there on Friday, it'll be the case again today. Cops from New Jersey, Philadelphia, Miami, California. Jeff Blue is actually flying some of these cops in for free. So it is a tremendous show of love and solidarity. So thank you for showing up there this morning, and thank you for doing a great job on our show. We love you, Peter. Thank you. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Sid. Bye now. All right, Pop. Thank Take you, sir. Congressman Peter King. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law. Personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.